Let's do this. Okay, good morning. This is David Liggett, and this is our Hawk Podcast episode number two. So we made it through our first one. And uh, thank you for everyone who's actually, we just shared it uh, yesterday and this morning. So, uh, but it is now online. So if you're interested, uh, we just passed along our first podcast or put put it out there. uh, And uh, we covered eight ways the industry has changed since I started. Uh, So hopefully that is uh, beneficial to you uh, and whatever you do in the data center industry uh, and wherever you're listening from today. Thank you for jumping in. We're excited to um, continue this. And, you know, if you didn't join us for the first one, uh, our our goal with our podcast is really to talk about uh, things in the data center industry that are pushing the market and changing it. So uh, we're highlighting different trends. We're highlighting different um, components of the market that are really making it different. And this is a dynamic market. It's a super young market. So it's, you know, uh, the first publicly traded company was back in 2004. There's just a lot of um, additional growth that we believe is going to take place over the next several years. So um, those are the type of things that we're going to talk about um, you know, on our podcast, I think on the next one, the next couple, we'll actually cover some individual data center markets, uh, and I'll be able to highlight why uh, data center users are, um, you know, looking for data center infrastructure in areas like Northern Virginia, Chicago, Dallas, Phoenix, uh, Silicon Valley, just all, all throughout the United States, and then also we'll talk through some of uh, Canada's growing markets as well. So, anyway, we're really excited you're here. Uh, and uh, and you've jumped in to listen. Today, we are talking about five reasons companies lease data center infrastructure. And the reason I wanted to cover this today and on our podcast was because, you know, this is really what has transformed the data center multi-tenant market over the last five years. And, and, it, is, and it has changed significantly. Uh, and just the mindset of the user has has totally changed as the market has matured over the last 10 years. And so um, I actually think that these reasons are just as applicable today as they were three years ago. In fact, maybe even more given the growth that we've seen. Uh, you know, in 2017, Uptime Institute uh, released a, a survey, some survey results that they had done. And, and the main finding of, of these results was that 65% of enterprise workloads, uh, enterprise IT workloads, were still in on-premises data centers owned by the companies themselves. Um, and so one thing that if you're in this business, uh, we, we talk about how uh, really transcendent cloud infrastructure adoption has been. I think it's easy to forget that there's still companies that do have a significant portion of their IT workloads uh, in, you know, data center infrastructure that they own today. And so there is still a uh, growth that will take place and a transition that will happen for these companies as they look at, as, as they work through hardware refreshes, as they work through different compliance issues. Uh, and 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 they end up having to evaluate different options. I really think there is um, a whole other wave of opportunities for uh, the leasing of you know if you think about just colocation infrastructure, but also cloud infrastructure as well. So 
Um, today we're talking about five reasons companies lease data centers. And again, I think if you're a data center user, what I would say is, you know, these are really good uh, components to evaluate uh, your strategy and put your strategy up against these reasons and see if these reasons resonate with you and your team. Um, you know, if you're a data center operator, uh, I think these reasons show how the market has matured and how, um, you know, the data center provider has changed to meet the needs of users. Um, you know, if you're a data center investor, we talk to a lot of data center investors that are trying to understand, you know, what has this market been and how will this market grow moving forward? You know, this is why you have seen literally over the last three years, I was looking at, at our data center Hawk Insight tool. We've literally seen over a thousand megawatts of commission power, leased power in the top 10 U.S. data center markets over the last three years take place. And that growth had never happened before in the data center industry the way that it has you know, the last several years. And so, um, you know, if you're an investor listening, you can hear how uh, companies are choosing to take their IT workloads and, and actually lease the infrastructure instead of, of doing it themselves. Um, and so anyway, it's, it's a fascinating uh, topic to cover. So here's five reasons companies uh, are leasing data center infrastructure today. The first one is simple. Uh, there's an economic advantage to it. Um, and, you know, I think that kind of comes with uh, you know, the thought process behind, hey, I can either, you know, invest all the money up front and own this infrastructure, which is, you know, traditionally more about control and more about permanent, a permanent decision, or I can pay less up front and, you know, have some um, flexible options down the road. And there's some, some economic advantages to, uh, to doing that. Um, you know, as, as companies think about their strategic options as it relates to their infrastructure, it's really important to evaluate multiple options. You know, no one wants to go to their company and ask for, you know, $200 million to go make a, a data center infrastructure decision and then get asked, hey, did, did we evaluate multiple options? And the answer is no. That's just not a good strategic position to take to your company as it relates to your infrastructure. So, um, you know, traditionally, uh, the control, owning it yourself, building it yourself, uh, it's about two things, uh, you know, and, and one is it's it's a permanent solution traditionally, and then two, it's a costly solution. Just It just costs more money. You know, by outsourcing, uh, you know, companies are not obligated to pay the upfront money needed to bring that solution to life. Uh, and so, you know, the companies that we've seen, at least in the last, you know, five years, obviously can spend that money uh, on their rent and have additional financial flexibility uh, with the capital saved on the front end of the process. Um, and this is just, you know, when I got into the space, I would say, you know, 10, 11 years ago, I mean, this is dramatically different than it was then, just the leasing versus owning. I mean, there was a, you know, banks were building two, $300 million data centers and, uh, you know, insurance companies were doing that. And, and they had decent reasons for doing it. Uh, but I think what we've seen in the last several years is a lot of those companies have actually sold uh, their data center facilities for a lot less than they invested in the facilities when they first, um, you know, spent the money to build them. So, you know, it's just a smaller upfront investment if you're going to uh, lease data center infrastructure. And then repositioning the upfront cash required to build the data center through leasing, it's a credible economic advantage for the right size company. So small company, medium-sized company, large company, it's an economic advantage on, on the front end. Um, 
you know, there's a value of the, the, the economies of scale that data center operators have today. You know, the data center user really benefits from that. And here, here's what I mean. Um, you know, users are directly benefiting from, you know, these large data center operators, you know, Equinix, Digital Realty, CoreSight, QTS, um, you know, all these big, Cyrus One, these big data center companies that are leveraging their position by p- uh, creating cost advantages relating to facilities, power costs, and operations. And when you leverage those positions, uh, you know, you, you're able to take advantage of some cost savings um, related to that. Um, and, you know, that's one of the things we've seen, the cost per megawatt. You know, when, when uh, data center investors track this market, the provider world knows this well. But when you look at the cost per megawatt of construction over the last uh, five years, it's amazing to see how much it's gone down. And there is some, you know, apples to apples comparison that has to be done data center provider A might look at their cost per megawatt of construction differently than data center operator B, and that's an important thing to note. But the reality is, and the trend, is that it has gone down. Data center operators have figured out how to build data center infrastructure faster uh, and more efficient over the last several years, and you can see that by the growth that's been taking place. And, um, and so this is a direct benefit to the data center end user um, as well. Another uh, economic advantage is just to the power costs that data center operators will negotiate with power companies. You know, most uh, uh, operators own multiple locations in multiple markets, and so they will leverage their position regionally to ensure the lowest power cost can be attained. And that's, uh, you know, a big savings as as the power requirement grows, just more and more savings to the end user. Um, so it's one of the, the reasons that the data center user is leasing uh, infrastructure today is the economic advantage it, it creates. And if you are a data center user, I would just say this, truly understand the cost. If you are a data center user that is utilizing co-location, you really need to understand how you know, a, a rental rate impacts your uh, 10-year commitment to a data center operator, how power cost uh, impacts that, how PUE impacts that whole cost uh, overview. Uh, if you're utilizing cloud, I think, you know, understanding how uh, cloud, the cost behind the solution impacts you today, but also what that looks like in the future, especially as you grow. If you are able to scale up, which is one of the big advantages of cloud, um, really thinking through, hey, if we do scale up, um, does this get more uh, costlier over time? And and is there pain if we have to take this infrastructure and somehow migrate it to something different. So just understanding the cost, so important. Uh, but it is true that companies will lease data centers because there's an economic advantage. And the one thing I'll end with on this point is, um, you know, one question that, that we'll get often is, why don't all companies lease data centers? Because it doesn't happen. And it's not always the right solution. Uh, you know, there are companies that have to own and operate data center infrastructure themselves. Um, you know, some of, of them with a large enough critical load can justify the spend to own their own data centers. You know, typically these are companies with five to seven and a half megawatt requirements or higher, really big IT infrastructure requirements. Uh, you know, they can do that. And this is actually what we saw, you know, years ago with some of the big cloud providers today that are actually leasing infrastructure. Uh, but we definitely saw that. You know, some co- companies aren't uh, able to lease infrastructure because, um, you know, they can't leverage the lease option uh, because of regulations tied to their industry. You know, healthcare and government data center users can struggle with compliance issues, and that can cause a barrier to acceptance, despite the fact that both the co-location and cloud uh, industry is, is growing in their compliance adherence. 
Um, and then I think the third part of that, why all companies don't lease data centers is because bad experiences with past operators situations will, um, you know, take companies down the ownership route. And, and, you know, if a company has an outage that is, um, you know, that impacts them that day, but also for, you know, with, the, with the missed business that they had while they were down, um, that can be a, a big challenge. So again, uh, you know, the reason, the first reason that companies lease data center infrastructure is because of the economic advantage that it creates. And I, you know, that's, that's an advantage, you know, we believe that will always be there just because of the capital take it takes to actually build, own, and control uh, your own data center solution. Uh, you know, one of the things that I talked about in our last podcast at a high level was how flexibility has become more and more valuable to the data center user over time. And that is the second reason that data center users today are leasing infrastructures, the flexibility that it provides. Um, you know, and it, and it does that in a number of different ways. Flexibility is valuable to the end user because of the changing environment. And with technology, with business, uh, with infrastructure, there's, there's changes always taking place. So the greater the flexibility, uh, the, the bigger the advantage to, to the end user. And that's something that I think the data center operators have actually done a really good job of understanding is how can we create flexible solutions to really meet the needs of the user. Instead of trying to force the user into something we think you should have, let's figure out how to adapt our product to meet the needs, the real needs of the users today. And that's, that's one of the things that uh, we've seen for sure. Uh, and this is a, you know, control versus flexibility. You give up initial control to have flexibility down the road. And so there's some, some things data center users have decided they can live with. But with that comes uh, flexibility. There's a couple different types. You know, one type is just the geographic flexibility that uh, you get when you lease data center infrastructure. Um, you know, and, the, and leasing provides an advantage to that. So, you know, if you're leasing co-location or cloud resources through third-party operators, um, you can strategically place actually geographic locations in multiple markets. And, you know, the alternative to that is building data center infrastructure in those markets, which is a long-term high capital commitment that, that only proves financially viable and practical for a small amount of companies. There's just, most companies don't have that scale and need uh, to justify that type of capital commitment. Uh, but but the, the fact that the data center operator community today provides, you know, multiple locations, sometimes in multiple markets to meet the needs of users, um, it's highly valuable and it's an advantage. You know, the other thing that uh, we've seen related to flexibility is tied to the contracts that have taken place. So data center operators might not like me communicating this, but the reality is when you know, when, when I started in the market back in 2007, 2008, you're really seeing some of the transactions that, that, that were out there being done for seven to 10 years. And I think what companies have pushed for is, hey, we, we need more flexibility. We, we don't know where our business is going to be in you know, five years, let alone seven to 10. So we need to we need a more flexible contract. We need to be able to shift our operational load from this to this or this market to this one. And so um, I think that you know, the flexibility, some of the changes in the way that people buy today, uh, you know, cloud operations can be charged by credit card and by the day. So it's an elastic solution for companies that need short-term solutions for smaller periods of time. And and I think that whole world is starting to make its way to the co-location market for sure. And so just the lease flexibility that data center users today have is an advantage when leasing. Uh, and then the other thing that I think is 
absolutely huge. It has grown the business over the last several years is the service flexibility that data center users can have with the change, never knowing what you're going to uh, need, you know, um, the interconnection, managed services, uh, cloud uh, connectivity, all those different things can be offered now through lease infrastructure solutions. So just the ability to serve the business as the needs change over time, leasing that infrastructure really provides that. Uh, and so if you think just access to cloud, managed services, dense network options, uh, these are services data center operators are investing in today by creating ecosystems for their users to take advantage over time. And you see that in, for, you know, especially in companies like Equinix, CoreSight. You even see some of the larger data center operators um, that traditionally have just been wholesale type uh, providers that are working to change their uh, their solution and their ecosystem to meet those needs as well. So uh, the service flexibility has made a big difference for data center users in the way they can grow with the data center operator. And that's really why data center users have decided that leasing infrastructure makes sense because it's become more flexible uh, over time. Um, one of the other things, and this is this trend is really seen, especially on larger transactions, um, so the third third reason that companies lease data center infrastructure is that the scalability that it provides. Um, you know, because uh, no one knows how the market will grow. Uh, you know, being able to to grow and scale up as things change is is just really important. And creating an effective IT uh, strategy for the end user is really challenging. Uh, and because most of their needs are changing, the strategy's got to evolve. And changes to the company's core business, acquisitions, consolidation projects are, are a number of examples why, why predicting the IT infrastructure needs is really hard. And so, you know, while one solution fits the business today, uh, it might not in tomorrow, and it might require an alternative approach several years from now. So I think as companies are facing the burden of dealing with these changes, they're wise to consider the impact that these changes have to their IT infrastructure that's designed to support their current um, needs. And, and I think you've, you see a lot of this with some of the product features that are added to technologies today. Uh, you for sure see this in, in the social networking world uh, in the way different features can, you know, create spikes in, in user demand. Um, you know, I think you, like a good example is how Instagram has used Instagram stories. That is really something that Snapchat started back in 2013 but you know that feature was added to different uh, to, to instagram and so you know that's that's added a whole new spike of of user demand for uh that team and so you've got to adjust the it infrastructure to that scale up to meet um that need and so it's just it's it's highly valuable for data center users to be able to do this um, and i think you have seen you know if you if you think about one of the biggest uh, changes to the data center industry over the last several years is big, large companies leasing massive amounts of infrastructure. So not owning it and, and not going to Iowa or nothing against Iowa. I love Iowa, um, but going to you know uh, secondary markets uh, and and buying land and building, owning, and operating the infrastructure itself. But uh, really and truly, um, you know, taking that infrastructure and leasing it. Uh, so and scaling up, so leasing, you know, five megawatts now, but growing to ten or fifteen down the road, and not having to commit that day one, is is highly valuable. So, by the way, a story about Iowa very quickly. One of the greatest 
trips that I business trips with a client that I ever went on was a a site selection kind of trip through the Midwest, and we um, we we went to uh, Omaha, Des Moines, Tulsa, and Dallas. Uh, looking at data center infrastructure sites. So we ran a, a pretty big search. This is literally like eight to nine years ago. Uh, ran a pretty big search, uh, went uh, you know into each market. And so when we got to Omaha, um, we decided that each night of the week that we would have, everybody had to eat steaks, every meal, every dinner. And, uh, and at the end, we would determine what city had the best steaks. So Omaha, very proud of their, if you're from Omaha, you know, great restaurant. I'm trying to, I remember the, the steak I had. I can't remember the restaurant. Des Moines, same thing. Tulsa, surprisingly enough, good steak there in Dallas. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you guess, where do you think, have I told you this before? Where do you think had the best, what city do you think had the best steak? Yeah. Well, we ate steak every night. And the winner was Dallas. Yeah, surprising. But anyway, there you go. So if you're in those markets, and I'm not dissing the steak in those other markets, but Dallas had the best one that trip. Uh, but, you know, I think as companies have kind of migrated away from those larger, uh, you know, the secondary markets and are pushing towards bigger markets, they're trying to lease but with the ability to scale. So that is a, a huge advantage um, to the data center user. Uh, and so... You know, if you think just with the scalable option, companies are able to handle the unknowns quicker, more efficiently. Both co-location and cloud, for sure, provide users with a scalable solution designed to fit needs over time. And so, you know, with co-location, companies can plan a phased approach when they're uh, with their infrastructure, allows them to ease into their solution over a period of time. And then cloud, I think, provides even greater scalability, allowing a company to lease infrastructure in smaller units uh, of, of of memory and time. So. Uh, cloud also provides an easier way to scale down when IT load isn't as heavy, and you see that in the retail industry and, and other uh, industry verticals that have heavier seasons as it relates to their data center um, market use. But scalability, for sure, is an advantage to leasing data center options. It's one of the reasons that we've seen the data center market grow the way that we have. Uh, so I mentioned earlier, over the last three years, at Dazner Hawk, we've tracked the top 10 markets, Atlanta, Chicago, Dallas, LA, New York, Northern New Jersey, Northern California, Northern Virginia, Phoenix, and Seattle. And in those 10 markets over the last three years, we've added over 1,000 megawatts of commission power. Um, and you know, one of the reasons that's happened is because of the fourth reason companies lease data center infrastructure, and it's because it's a competitive market. Um, you know, This is one of the key reasons that the market has grown the way it has is because the data center uh, provider maturity. And so if you want to actually listen to in our first podcast, it kind of hit um, you know that and really talk about how the data center market or data center provider has matured. But um, you know, this is, this is a key component to the growth that we've seen. And the reason that companies are leasing infrastructure today, um, you know, over the past, you know, several years, data center uh, users are are looking to to partner with data center operators that are offering the services they need now and in the future. And I think if you're a data center user, I'm just going to do a little quick tangent here. If you're if you're looking to partner with a data center provider, you really have to think about today and tomorrow. 
you know, meeting your needs today is highly valuable, but you've got to look towards the future and assume that your needs will change and make your best assumptions around what you think those needs are going to be. And then ask the question, can this data center operator, uh, can I grow with them moving forward? And that is just, it's a big question because traditionally when you enter into any type of contract, co-location, cloud, whatever it might be, uh, it, it's challenging to get out of because you depend on that infrastructure. Uh, a lot of times it's, it's unclear as to what will happen if you uh, remove that infrastructure. So just making sure that you know how they can impact, how, they can, how you can grow with them over time related to your needs is really important. Um, and I think that that's what the data center provider world has realized is, is their, their services have, have broadened to meet the needs of the end user today. I think many of the acquisitions that we've seen over the last year, you know, in 2017, we saw over $20 billion of data center industry acquisition take place. Uh, a lot of that had to do with different services that they provided to different clients and uh, companies really looking to grow fast in those markets. But, you know, if you think about disaster recovery, cloud, managed services, co-location, interconnection, uh, and other options, I mean, those are all things that are available from a services perspective today uh, from the data center world. And it's just really created, uh, you know, a very competitive market. You know, another thing that, that you see today is just the efficiency in facilities uh, that are being constructed. And it is a different, it's a different facility today than it was, you know, however long ago. But I think just the ability for, um, you know, t for, for data center operators to deliver, uh, you know, greater efficiency in construction and the way these facilities are operated um, is a direct benefit to the end user, and it, it makes it just highly competitive. Um, you know, the, I think data center operators are building their buildings faster, cheaper, uh, more efficient than ever before. And, you know, the data center operators' operational procedures have improved over time, and these companies are now focused on constructing facilities with greater uptime, critical systems, redundancy in certain cases, security, compliance, connectivity, ecosystems, all designed to stay ahead of the competition and reach a large group of customers. And so you, you take that efficiency and you place it in Northern Virginia, Chicago, Dallas, Phoenix, Northern New Jersey, um, Silicon Valley, Seattle, you know, all those markets, um, you know, you're seeing the competitive uh, market really attract data center users to that. And with that has just come a gr more aggressive economics. So, the, you know, the market maturity and competition uh, in the data center market has really driven pricing lower for users today. You know, if you compare that to three years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, uh, the rates are, are significantly more aggressive. And it also allows users interested in renewing contracts to the ability to achieve a fair market rate transaction. Um, and, you know, these rates are tied to infrastructure and services that are negotiable, uh, but they provide the users the opportunity to partner with the most well-suited provider. So the the extreme competition in the data center market is is one of the you know, one of the reasons companies today are leasing data center infrastructure. And the competition is only getting, uh, you know, better. And it's one of the reasons, frankly, that we don't see a lot of data center operators, uh, you know, new entrants to the market. You know, uh, if you're thinking about a data center user, you know, they don't want to be the first customer for a data center operator. And so, uh, you know, experience is highly valued as it relates to the relationship between data center user and a data center operator. 
so one of the questions that, that will get asked is, well, how does a, if a new data center operator comes in, how do they get their first, you know, customer? Well, traditionally, the, the, the individuals that are leading these companies have come from other companies. They have relationships. They're proven in the market. They've done, you know, they've run publicly traded companies. Uh, you know, they've, they have spent uh, many years working on data center infrastructure and understand how, understand customer needs. So that's traditionally how it happens. But it does take a while because experience, capital, uh, your ability to deliver what you say you are is, is something that you know obviously takes time to to complete. But if you just think about the data center industry and why companies are leasing today, uh, one reason, and it will continue to be, is just the competition in the market. Um, and then the fifth reason that companies are leasing data center infrastructure today that we're seeing is the, the time savings that takes place. Uh, you know, never before has time been as important as it is, especially as it's related to, you know, business opportunity, business growth, and your ability to support uh, business needs. And so, you know, if you think about cloud and co-location, um, entering into a relationship with a data center operator, there's, you know, a number of benefits. Uh, but speed to market is now a more influential part of how companies evaluated need, needed data center solutions. And I think that will grow in importance. It's one of the reasons that you know, if you think about the larger, uh, if you're in the data center business and you track the space uh, and you think about the large uh, transactions that have occurred in the last 12 months, you know, a lot of them are tied to, you know, a lot of the drivers behind that is speed to market. You know, can this, can this infrastructure be ready in time to meet the demand that we have coming? It's one of the reasons if you're in the commercial real estate business tracking the data center industry, you're seeing uh, these sale leasebacks take place. Data center organization or companies, organizations that built the data center based on a projected demand load, and then they deliver the, the, the data center infrastructure a year and a half later, and they recognize that they either over-provision what they need, hey, let's build a five megawatt data center and they just needed 500 kW, um, or let's spend 50 to $100 million in this and we only need to spend 20. So those are the type of, of decisions that have led to the sale leasebacks taking place. It's the easiest way, most of the time, for a data center operator to grow into a market is to find you know, a data center that was purchased and, and buy the existing business. The, the tenant does a small leaseback, and then the data center operator can, can lease that moving forward. And we've seen that lately in markets like Dallas, Kansas City, Phoenix, some in Northern Virginia, some in Atlanta. Uh, some in Chicago. So, you know, that is definitely a trend that you're seeing moving forward. Um, and I think, you know, leasing often provides an organization with a faster path to their data center solution. You know, the infrastructure is already in place. Companies can move into their lease solution immediately and implement their strategy. Um, it has, you know, and, and cloud is even faster. Um, you know, organizations can add additional services and scale up the amount of capacity needed of having to design, build, and install their own data center. Um, so this is just the way the market has turned. But I think that you're seeing, um, you know, even as cloud providers are leasing their data center solutions instead of building their own, is a good example of how timing can influence these decisions. Uh, you know, in the past, these are the cloud operators who we talked about before that have built and owned data centers uh, in markets with low power costs and favorable tax incentives. And over the past, you know, 12 to 24 months, we have seen that change. And that is why, you know, as an example, Northern Virginia in 2Q 2018 did 157 megawatts of commissioned uh, absorption uh, from a power standpoint that, that took place. 
Um, so that's you know one of the big reasons today companies are leasing their infrastructure is the time savings that it that it um, you know allows them to gain. Um, and so again, just if you think about the five areas and reasons why companies are leasing data center infrastructure today, um, you know they make a lot of sense. I mean, you know, one is the economic advantage. I mean, it is a, a true um, cost savings to be able to lease infrastructure and not have to buy it up front and spend the capital on the front end to do that. Um, there's a flexibility that is offered uh, by data center uh, providers today if you lease data center infrastructure or cloud providers if you, you know, lease infrastructure from them. Uh, you know, the third reason is just the scalability and the ability to grow over time and not have to commit to so much um, on the front end is a, is a huge advantage. Um, the market is extremely competitive. Um, and it will only get more competitive, especially if you think about, you know, I'm, I'm talking like U.S.-wise, but especially as you think about the international growth, what's taking place over there, um, you know, the ability for data center operators to want to serve customers internationally. We've definitely seen that become a more important part of the discussion. So just the competitive market side is a huge reason that companies are leasing infrastructure. And then the fifth reason is the time savings, the ability for a company to to save time because the infrastructure is is already there is is really important uh, and so those are the reasons today that companies are leasing infrastructure i think that there's a good chance in you know three years from now we could review this list and and have you know very similar um feelings to those reasons why uh, those things are still still taking place i think one of the the changes could be as it relates to where the data center demand will come from, the actual geographic locations and strategically where data center users will want to place their infrastructure. Um, but it's certainly an interesting component. And this is, this is the part of the market that has changed the most over the last uh, five years. It has really grown the data center industry. For all of our investors that are listening um, you know, the leasing of this infrastructure, the data center operator's ability to appeal to the end user and not just the, the IT group at those organizations, but the CTO, the CIO, the CFO, and have those conversations well. That's why you've seen the multi-tenant industry grow, a data center industry grow the way that it has. Um, so um, that is what we wanted to cover today. Five reasons companies lease data center infrastructure. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Um, again, jump on our uh, you know podcast site. You can actually see this on YouTube as well. So um, we're everywhere. I feel like, I mean, <laughs> it seems like that. Uh, but you know, we're on YouTube. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, as it relates to our podcast. Um, but then also too, if you have any questions, uh, let us know. So one of the things that we're going to add to this podcast is hearing, uh, listening to questions that are being asked and being able to answer them with the research that we have, uh, with the um, industry expertise that we have. So if you do have questions about the space, if you do have questions about, uh, you know, topics we've covered, if you have questions about data center markets, uh, you know, let us know because we will answer them on our podcast. Uh, so wherever you are in the listening universe, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And we'll catch you on the next one. That's all I got. Um.